0: And at 9 o'clock, we'll also send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. This is your final week for that. So you got uh, you know a couple of more opportunities this week, and then that'll be it on the trips to L.A. <sighs> I haven't been to Los Angeles in a little while. The weather's fantastic. I like it there. I wouldn't want to live there again, but I do enjoy Los Angeles. If somebody was going to give me a trip to L.A., I'd be like, yeah, yeah thanks for yeah. that. I appreciate that. We do also know this now. March the 17th, St. Patrick's Day. The Sandsbury Show will be out pretty much all day for the Shamrock Shenanigans presented by Coors Light. We will start our day out at Lobie's at 10 o'clock that morning. We'll be out there from 10 o'clock that morning till 11.30. And then we'll move over to TD's Tailgate Grill on Tusk from 12 to 1.30. And then from 2 to 3.30, ending our day, well, thus far. We, but we do plan on adding uh, some more events. But Falcone's Tavern from 2 to 3.30, also on uh, West Tusk there. So that's how we'll be spending our St. Patrick's Day. The Stansbury Show Shamrock Shenanigans presented by Coors Light.
1: I'm, uh, I'm excited, dude. Of course I'm excited. I, uh, I, 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 of course, love Coors Light. I want to go to all these bars and do it. And I want to hear you say Shamrock Shenanigans 8 million times before I, uh, it's
0: all said none. I, I can't wait to butcher that, <laughs> that, that, that saying 75,000 times between now and then. But the first 50 listeners at each stop. Also get a Stansbury Show 16-ounce pint glass, so we're going to be doing those again, uh, which is cool, because I know, the, like, oh, yeah. honestly, I think I gave you the last three I had for your Raising Cane's event over the week.
1: Yeah, 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 and you know, people uh, people obviously want to okay. come be a part of the program and, uh, you know, I have a couple of beers on St. Patrick's Day. Um, I'm excited, man, I am. I, I, I didn't know this was all happening.
0: I like the fact that it is actually on Saturday, right? and so like... Yeah, dude. We can, like, have some fun.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because okay.
0: then now Sunday, you know what I mean? You can, like, relax. And, you know what I mean? Saturday night you'll end up going out anyway where versus Friday morning, wake up super early, broadcast, then get off. And you're like, I don't know, man. Do I feel, like, really partying? Do I not? Like, now I think I will. Shamrock shenanigans going down all day, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah.
1: Radio loves, dude, alliterations. Just like, all right, it starts with one letter. We got to get that next letter. Yeah, the they exact do. Exact same thing. Dude, keep getting the 98-1, baby.
0: I believe our the first year was the Blardy Bash. Bash.
1: Blardy Bash, the <laughs> double Bs. And now
0: it's Shamrock shenanigans. Just love it, dude. Yeah. That's
1: what, what our business is built on.
0: Again, thanks. Uh, uh, thank you to Coors Light yeah. for helping us put that on. We'll start the day out at Lobie's, 10 o'clock that morning till 1130. I'm and then TD's tailgate from twelve to one thirty, and then Falcon's Tavern from two to three thirty. I, 330. It. I it. sixteen ounce pint glasses up for grabs to the first fifty listeners each stop. How was your weekend, buddy? Uh, it was good. It was good.
1: I um, it was long, man. I won't lie about that. Friday, obviously, you know, we did the program. I went to Raising Cane's pretty much right after I got out of work. Uh, charge game after that. Yesterday, nice. or I'm sorry, Saturday was uh, was the chocolate bar. So I put in some oh, hours there. Yeah, how'd that go? And it was good, man. Good. Honestly, it's it's uh it's been a roaring success. The concept of a pop up bar in Canton. I think at this point has been validated in the sophomore attempt.
0: I think as long as the ideas stay fresh, he's got something on his hands.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I just think it's, you know, it's a cool idea for anywhere to con- constantly have new stuff in the same bar. Um, but, you know, for Canton in particular, it's just a really cool idea. Like, there's nothing, what do I want to say? Nobody else is trying stuff. You know what I mean? You can go anywhere and be like, alright, well, I want to bu- watch Bud Light and watch watch a ba- you know, basketball game. But, like, this is something different. That so, is different. I, uh, I, I know... April tenth will be the opening of the next one. I do not know what the uh, what the, uh, the setup is going to be. I don't. They won't tell me. Easter. Uh, uh, there, it's not not a party enough. I think it's going to have to be my what
0: I. Jesus keep... coming back to life. Is, <laughs> is, dude, think about what Fanto just said. Let's burn him at the not stake. Party he doesn't think Jesus coming back to life's a party enough.
1: I keep saying I think decades bars are going to be awesome, like an 80s bar. I think that's going to be phenomenal. Like, I think that really is. If you've got nothing but a flock of seagulls going and that neon light going. I
0: don't disagree, except other bars have tried 90s nights and like, you know, goth nights and things like that. What
1: they do is they half-ass it and they just say, "Hey, since we're gonna, they play get their DJ music, to top of the bar. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. right. that's no, the whole that's thing. True. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is like you, you don't half-ass it when you do a pop-up bar. No, you, go, you got
0: to go all in. You go, you go
1: all the way in. It's got to be over the top. And yeah. I think the Christmas bar really proved that. Where it's like, yeah, dude, you can go anywhere, and every bar has a Christmas tree. It has to be over the top.
0: So, all right, if it's not
1: Easter, what's starting around April? I don't know. Uh, no, they won't tell me. They, uh, they, they. Well, I mean, they know that I'm not gonna shut up about it. So I think they want a little bit of mystery behind it so I think other people within the building know but they refuse to tell me they're like don't tell Fantone he's an idiot he's going to
0: go on the radio and oh, talk about we'll do, it we'll just hide Kennedy's homos <laughs> until he tells us
1: <laughs> just tie him to his chair um, but uh, but, but but so yeah so it was an action packed weekend a lot of work um, shout out to everybody who came out to Raising Canes uh, that was a very uh, very successful event I yeah don't not know.
0: sure that had anything to do with you <laughs> because uh, yesterday at like, at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon I was looking on Facebook yeah. and the line was wrapped around yeah. the, the building again for that place. Yeah, um, And again,
1: it's awesome. Once you open something up, there's going to be a lot of people that are interested, especially a restaurant in Canton, Ohio. Um, but if you're going to...
0: God knows we don't have any of those. If you're
1: going to go to Raising Cane's, um, <laughs> don't be intimidated by the line. The thing I will say is... No, they're on it. They're, they move you quick. It's quick.
2: <laughs> no, it was. It was really fast. So if,
1: if, if you're there and you're like, oh, maybe I should go for lunch. Maybe I won't have the time. Dude, just go and the line will move way quicker than you think.
0: Or just take $20 out of your pocket <laughs> <laughs> and offered to somebody walking out of the door. Duh. Right Duh. There. That's what
1: I would do. Um, so yeah, so no, it was an, an action packed weekend. What I will say though, man, is dude, I'm beat like your boy is just just I
0: don't want to I don't want to be like dude I think I'm exhausted but like yesterday dude, you're broadcasting the excavators and stuff right now and you're telling him <laughs> dude that standing in line dude. at raising gains wore you out yesterday I
1: was just like oh my god I can't like get any energy I'm just laying there on the couch and I don't know if I'm getting sick or I don't know what it is but like there's just like at this point I feel like for the past 48 hours and maybe it's just because like. I know today, as soon as the show's over, I get to go home and like. Go, but like, I'm just like done. I just feel like so burnt out. And I'm just like. Oh,
0: All right. Well, I got good God. news for you. I got fantastic news for you. I Need it. We we we're going to talk about one of your favorite things next on okay. the program. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, dude, here, 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 dude <laughs> right. here's what I need you to think what about. I need to think. About. I need you to think. I don't want to like have. Eh, I need a definite answer. Okay. On what your favorite sexual position is. Okay. I need a, d- a definitive answer okay. on what your okay. favorite sexual position is and he'll tell us next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. Knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Show. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for WRQK.com. If you missed anything last week, make sure you podcast that there. We also let you know already this morning that we are in fact going to be out for St. Patrick's Day. That is the 17th of March. It's a Saturday, so we'll all be able to... There's no excuses. Everybody can day drink. Everybody can, you know, hang out and do the thing. We'll start our morning out, 10 a.m. We'll be at Lobies from 10 to 11.30. And then we'll uh, head over to TD's Tailgate from 12 to one thirty, And then Falcone's Tavern, 2 to 3.30 uh, on that one. Falcone's is on Tuscarora's, West Tusk. So is TD's, by the way. There's like four of those, three of those. But we'll be at the one on, uh, on West Tusk. And then Lobis, of course, on Hills and Dales there.
1: Obviously excited to be with all those bars, uh, but dude, excited to be with Coors Light, man. Dude, Silver Bullet making it happen. I like that.
0: Yeah. Shamrock Shenanigans presented by Coors Light. That will be a good day. That will be a good day, man. I'm excited. I'm just. I am happy it's Saturday. I do like that. I feel like I'll be more in the mood. To, like, oh, let it yeah. go. To, like, let it go. The fact
1: that we're not starting until, what time was it? 10 a.m. 10 a.m., yeah. No. Dude, the fact that we're not starting it until 10 a.m. as opposed to 6 a.m. Because that it always is kind of a hindrance on the weekday St. Patrick's Day. It's like, well, dude, you know, kegs and eggs is awesome, but, like, it's...
0: It's b- not even that day. It's more the next day I'm right. worried about. You know what I mean? And so now that, like, the next day will be a Sunday, I won't care. So that part's going to be great. All right. At at the risk of our peril. Okay. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Because apparently people, their scientists now have figured out what it means, they think, I always like how we just like every day we just call stuff science. Ah, yeah, I'm all you, you ever notice that? Like, I, like I realized that over the weekend where I'm like, dude, the amount of times I say and this scientist and I give you the name as if it like matters to us because, dude, they're not baseball players. Like, they don't no, do no, anything real are. important. It's no, like, dude, not at all. Like, not at all. When you think dude, that's like it? Just it, it really did. It was like, man, the priorities of the human being are like out of whack. Well, you gotta have you know you
1: gotta have a lot of studies out there. You gotta have scientists doing things. You know, checking things out. So. Uh, it's just
0: very funny to me that people hear the word scientist and go, Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Right, and it's yeah. like, but if I told you the calves were gonna assign this guard and you never heard of him, you'd be like, he must be a bum. I never heard of him. But yet when it comes to like things that are that actually matter in your life, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. scientists, yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Random scientists, okay. But they claim they know what it means now and the kind of person that you are now, depending on what it is your favorite sexual position might be. And I, uh, I'm i not interested. I almost said I'm interested <laughs> to know, but I'm not. I'm not at all interested to know. But I think we'll we'll be able to find out if if uh, some things about young uh, Mister Man uh, Matt Fantone. If you tell us what your favorite sexual position is,
1: um, well, I, you know, I, uh, I I'm certainly a fan of of all sexual positions. I think as I was sitting there in the commercial break, kind of thinking of them all, and like you know, like all right, well, this seems to be like a you know, a normal part of the repertoire. Um, I think it'll be surprising for people to find out. Um, that if I had to pick one sexual position and this was going to be it for the rest of my life, and this was like the sexual position that I got to stick with here, uh, I'm going. I'm going as my favorite. I'm I'm picking missionary. I'm picking like missionary, missionary sex, dude on top. Um, I think that's probably the best sex that that happens.
0: They say missionary is like sex 101. It's the way you're taught to have sex, and it's the way we see it most often in like rom coms and TV right. shows. I also think the main reason why you see it in movies and TV shows is that it's definitely the less aggressive sex move visually for that kind yes, of entertainment. Yes, yes. Like yes. doggy style in a rom-com would be like, "Jesus,
1: dude. <laughs> like what are you doing?" Yeah, you could probably cover the most when it comes to missionary sex when it comes, you know, when, when I don't think film. you're going to be
0: happy about uh, about what what they claim all right. this says about you. All right, so, all so here. you should have backed up my scientist bit a little bit ago, right. a little bit ago. They say it probably means that you're a little insecure and that you need reassurance by seeing your lover be responsive to you. You may also be keen on having control during sex, as a missionary gives you all the driving power.
1: Um, I um, I, I definitely like when. My partner is enjoying it. Like that's a huge part of sex for me. Is that like I want to know visually? I want to I want to hear it. I want to see it. I want to feel it. That you're enjoying this. I feel like without that, there's a lot of like, oh, eh. what
0: are we just going through the motions? If here You're not engaged. Yeah.
1: What what am I doing here? And I definitely like control during sex. So I mean, like, I, I I I mean, I know a part of this is like, oh, you like missionary sex? What are you boring? What are you what are you a loser? But like, no, I like both of those things. So I guess I'm not I'm not I'm not surprised to find those things out they
0: say obviously since you're face-to-face there is a little intimacy to it but it's basicness suggests that you might not be all that confident in your other sexual moves it's romantic but it's not very adventurous they say
1: um, and I think romance is probably a part of it too. There is that level of you know you can kiss, you guys are seeing each other, and I don't Kissing know. Kissing during
0: sex can be kind of great. Yeah, like it can I be kind of like, great. I mean,
1: like like don't get me wrong, I, you know, I'm not writing off all the other stuff, but like I I think more than anything, that's like yeah, that's why it's the 101. That's why it's like you know when 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 a great team falls apart, what do they always say? Like, dude, we got to get back to fundamentals. We got to get back there. We got to get back to 101. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's 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 the bottom of the pyramid
0: for a reason it's normally the place you start and stop right Right. I mean, that's kind of like it is kind of like the go piece on the monopoly board. And
1: boy oh boy, wouldn't it be great if it was just phenomenal, freaky, kinky sex every single time. Boy, that'd be awesome, but it's mm. not it's not going to be. Like you just can't. Like sometimes it's Tuesday night and you know it's nine thirty and you're like, God damn, I want to get to bed. Now sex wants is to get maintenance.
0: Right. It's maintenance for your body and for your for your overall well-being. And so no, it's not gonna be pornography. I say it all the time. You very rarely marry the person. Person that you have like the wildest sex of your life with not that it can't be great, but it's very, but it's very rarely because normally the person that brings you the wildest sex you've ever had, they're toxic as hell, dude. And you can't stand them the other, you know, 23 right. hours out of the day. They say doggy style normally is like, this is where, um, you don't really care about the person all that much is really what they say is that you're not about like them it's all about exerting your dominance your animalistic nature comes out this isn't necessarily about um you know intimacy and like that kind of thing and i would agree that that it's definitely not I mean, it's an important part of it. It's an important part of sex, and I think that it is. I mean, it's a move that feels fantastic, but it's not necessarily about like how appreciative of my partner I am. I, I can't lie about that. It's near the top of the list of my favorites for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's, I mean. It's,
1: it's, it's certainly in the, in the equation there. No, the
0: sensation yeah. is, is fantastic. They say, um, so we'll move on. This is particularly my favorite. Okay. And they say, um, and that's women on top. And I've always made the claim that, dude, I like beautiful women. And that's been my problem with settling down is that, dude, I'll see a beautiful woman and then, like, you know, the next day I'm like, damn, but look at that one. Like, I'm just appreciative of, like, the beauty of them. And so sometimes I get beauty ADD where I'm like, oh, yeah, but look at that. And, yeah, but look at that. And so I, I have a hard time. But like, I really enjoy like the look of a woman and like the like their body. I just love looking at it.
1: I like how Stansberry turned like checking out other chicks into a medical condition. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm a victim here. Dude, I'm <laughs> the one who's got I, the problem. I, what do you want me to do? I'm it's, it's afflicted. Hot <laughs> Okay, you've got that. I, Every other guy in the face of the planet's like, no. man, how do I get signed well, up for that, dude? If
0: you weren't savvy enough to come up what? with a system, that's on you, bro. I guess I could start like you know the new Scientology of like you know being attracted to women, but they say honestly, and I'm happy to hear this, that? that men who love their women on top are more concerned with pleasing their partner, and this move this shows that he's confident in being submissive, but he can also be dominant when he enables her to reach her orgasm with deeper penetration. See, I'm all about the women. Okay. I'm all about helping yeah, out.
1: Just helping out in the hot chick ADD and Dude. just stands right. Just pat, don't pull a muscle, pat yourself on the back. Apparently,
0: I was, a fe- I was a feminist before Aziz. <laughs> Apparently, I was getting it done. More Stansbury show right around the corner, you guys. Heck. 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury show on Rock 1069, online at wrqk.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Get your first keyword of the day at 9 o'clock. This is the final week on that, by the way. This is the final week. I spent yesterday morning just like slacking off. I was waiting for the gym to open at noon and I just kept. Like slacking off all morning And I found myself just on YouTube Like just watching video after video Okay And I stumbled across What might be my dream vacation
1: Dude, YouTube is a very dangerous hole Dude, it's a black hole I mean, it is You start, you start All right, I'll watch this All right, I'll watch
0: this Four hour rabbit hole Jeez Dude, I just went in it. All
1: right, so you found a vacation spot. I assume it's... Not even spot. Okay, what's, what, it, what is what so
0: it? So I, I watched this... I, not, dude, not only did I... I watched two separate one-hour videos on the same thing. Jesus, On the same thing.
1: Dude, you can't get me to watch more than like a two-and-a-half-minute video. Two-hour videos? Okay, well, I, I'm very intrigued now. So I
0: actually linked one of them right now at facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. So if you're interested, you can go take a look at it but it's a trip now you can do a shorter one much much shorter but there's a 16 day rafting trip through the grand canyon that you can do 16 days now it's like a, it's like a private run you got to rent it all out and so i'm sure it's a lot of money right yeah. It takes a lot of people, obviously, and, I mean, dude, you're setting up, like, you know, camps multiple nights, obviously, you know what I mean, you're, you're eating, you're sleeping, you're doing all this stuff, you're washing your dishes and, like, you know, to go, but, like, you know, five-gallon buckets and, like, that whole thing, so that part doesn't seem great. But having rafted the Rogue River more than once in Oregon, like once you get a once you get like a taste of that of rafting, it is it's like one of those things that kind of gets in you and you miss it and you want to do it again. 16
1: days.
2: Dude, though. it looks 16 days. It
0: looks so great. That's I mean, 2 weeks plus. Dude, the visuals, the visuals going through the Grand Canyon though. I mean, it looked so amazing!
1: Uh, by no stretch of the imagination, am I saying like the Grand Canyon, not even that cool, not even that big of a deal. I don't even know. It's just, like, you
0: have know. you been? No,
1: I've never been to the Grand okay, Canyon. Okay, see,
0: I have been to the Grand Canyon, and it is one of those things that people always go. Oh, it's a hole in the ground, and then you go, and it's like, oh,
1: no! It, it, come on! I mean, you're being incredibly short sighted if you don't see this. It's sp- amazing. Uh, 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 you know, I, having not even been to the Grand Canyon, it's I, amazing. I recognize
0: that it's a very impressive thing, but 16 days worth of that? Well, dude, thats no the,
1: effing way. Well, that's the
0: thing. Like I. I started counting the people and there's like 20 of them because you need multiple yeah, boat. you know what sure. I mean? Multiple rafts and all this stuff. And some of the rapids are really dangerous and some of them not so much. And so you need like experienced rowers and like that whole thing. So I started thinking about, I was like, well, what if we got like a skeleton crew? Like, like, what if we got just like eight of us that went? Because I think I could do it with eight people, seven other people and me, maybe. You start talking 20, and, uh, dude, eventually I'm drowning somebody on the riverbank. This, like, it's going to happen.
1: If this was a day-long expedition, yeah, you and eight people, yeah, I could totally see that. Even three days, even if it was a long weekend, like, all right, but dude, we're talking about two-plus weeks. No effing way we're going well, to do, do that. Well, they do
0: three-day trips. Now, again, like, where I went in Oregon like, you can take off from the Galice Resort, and you can do, like, again, like a four-day trip all the way to the ocean. Okay. And I've done, like, okay. an overnight trip, and I've done, like, an eight-hour, ten-hour trip but i i've done one overnight one but i would like to do like a multiple night 3 4 night I'd want to do it three
1: nights I feel like probably gonna be enough for you
0: um just imagine
1: imagine being seven days into it seven days bro a week of it a, a, a week at rock 106.9 plus some dude and then and then and then you've got to double that plus dramatically
0: more fun no, than this
1: no 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 dude I um i I, I, I appreciate the fact that the, that you're like you know what I need to get out there and start having a little more adventure in my life I need to start going push my boundaries I need to start going spend a little bit more time in the outside world but dude he, I, I, I can't sign off. I, I, I do not think this is a good idea. I, well, here's the
0: thing: I wouldn't want to do 16 days right off the rip. Okay. You're right. No, okay. I would want. I want right. to step up into like three, four day trips and get. It. Like I said, I did one overnight trip and it was awesome. And when I went back, it was a summer and a half ago or whatever, like two years ago, when I went back to Oregon and I did that. I did like a 10 hour trip down the Rogue and that was great. I mean, it was. It was so much. We had so much fun, and it's a really cool activity, but it's super expensive. Now there is, they will take you through the grand. Canyon, there's like Arizona river runners will do it. And it's a huge boat and they put like 60 people on it and they do like, you know, hour long trips or like a, you know, like a 12 hour trip or whatever that you could do. And you could kind of do that, but it's different when you're in a boat with like four people and you're like helping it move. And like, you have to like, make sure you're not hitting rocks. Like there's something to it. There
1: is something going on right now. And I'm going to tell you this much, dude. Stansbury starts working out. He's like, you know what? I'm going to start doing things. Fantone and Stansbury, they get a bonus all of a sudden. And Stansberry's like, you know what, dude, I got to start planning this vacation dude next thing i know my boy's gonna be out there with a canteen full of water dying in the middle of the goddamn I, desert trying to find his, his his shaman what are we what are we doing with our lives
0: i'm telling god. you dude i'm telling you man like when i first because you're right about this a little bit you are you're right there there is a little bit of this oh my god what do you <laughs> what right And so but when I first moved to Oregon, I found it so annoying because you just saw rafting stickers everywhere. They're like, oh, my God, I love my raft and like rafting, bro. And you like and the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Right. And so then they threw me on one and took me a couple of times. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And honestly, I think it's one of the reasons why I miss that place as much as I do, because the people weren't so great. You know what I mean? They honestly people suck everywhere you, you know go. what I mean people are just kind of lousy. You're right, exactly everywhere you go. But I uh dude, I was very I don't know, man, like I got sucked in on the couch yesterday morning, man. I was already watching these two These two hour long videos. I was like, dude, I think I got 16 days in me. I think
1: put the bong down, put the YouTube down. Good lord,
2: man.
0: I think I got the 16 days in me. The good news is, is I still ended up going to the gym. I still ended up getting that done after, after, yes, after, you know, doing a little bit of that and then watching, you know, other hippies. I'll tell you where it did almost lose me, Phantone, is like they take breaks, obviously. There's places you can hike along the way, and they pull off to the side, and this one woman with like dreadlocks who looks like she's like probably your school's librarian. Sure, and she's just sitting there on the riverbank playing her flute, and I wanted to beat her to death with the flute.
1: I am one hundred percent confident that Wakeham has a Volkswagen van that you could go buy from them right now, dude. We can make this happen. You could go live on the river out there, dude. What's stopping you? I, uh, dude. Here's the thing. Jesus.
0: I I thought about it. I was like, dude, what if we get? I was like, if I got fired, I was like. Maybe I'll just float down rivers the rest of my life. Maybe I'll just live in the in the wilderness and not do anything. But I don't know, man. 16 days does seem like a lot, but a three-day trip, that doesn't sound fun to you?
1: No, a three-day trip would be fine. I mean, it would. I mean, that's that's doable. That's like a small vacation. You know what we should do small this summer? vacation.
0: Is we should do a cabrewing trip this summer with listeners. That's oh, what we yeah, should do. Dude,
1: and we'll, then we're talking a reasonable amount of time. 12, 12 hours as opposed to 12 days. Well, not even. Like, you could do <laughs>
0: right. Like so, I think uh, you could do that in Bolivar. I think it's like four hours or whatever. I think we could be you know, over... Over and done with pretty fast on We'll
1: make something happen.
0: No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> why, are, why are you lying to these good people? Why are, why are you doing that? We'll send you to see 30 Seconds to Mars at 7.30 this morning on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We'll talk
0: to Scott from WinningFornextyear.com. We'll do that at 8 o'clock. We'll also send you out to Los Angeles at 9 o'clock this morning for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Oh, dude, at 8:30, also Fantone, dude. What's happening to nurses? And I never would have thought of it. And I guess that's kind of the point, right? And that's kind of like the that's that's the point of awareness. And so it got me thinking. Like, I wonder what some of the worst jobs for women having to deal with men are. And so we'll get into some of that around 8:30 this morning. There's really no good way to transition here um, into what we have to discuss now. Um, But we did lose two more teens. I believe this was over the weekend. A uh, 16-year-old girl and a 17-year-old boy, both from Northwest High School. Um, And they're not sure as of yet, at least from the latest update that I've read at cantonrep.com, whether um, this was double suicide or murder-suicide. I believe they're still investigating into that. Um, I know police were called to check on the welfare of uh, of a couple of teens. And uh, the girl was pronounced dead at the scene. The boy was then taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead around 2 a.m. And a news release from Northwest Local School said both teens attended Northwest High School. And the girl had been in 10th grade. The boy was in 11th grade. Both had suffered gunshot wounds to their heads, um, according to the police officers. They located a handgun at the scene. And their deaths are being investigated, like i said it 's a possible double suicide or is homicide suicide. The chief had said he 's declining uh, at this time to release further details as again they 're going to gather more information and try to figure it out um, this obviously right on the heels of what happened in it was Jackson middle School, right? I believe yeah, <clears throat> where that thirteen year old boy, I believe it was you know, had that rifle with him in in school and had shot himself and
1: directly following what was six suicides in Perry township I something
0: mean, is happening
1: i mean i um I, I was talking to a uh, an officer buddy of mine over the weekend, and I was like, dude, you know, it seems to me this year. Not that, that it's, the problem's gone, but it seems like the heroin issue has died down a little bit. Seems like it's kind of like you know, there's not as many overdose stories. I haven't heard of anybody dying this year, and all of a sudden that feels good to me. And I'm like, yeah, something positive's happening. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. These like, just like, these is that, this
0: bumping that off of the front page? I, I don't know, but I mean, heroin didn't just go no, away. No, no,
1: no, no. But I just don't think, I just don't think it's been, it's been the same problem. Maybe there hasn't been a bad batch that's ran through. Maybe there hasn't been that issue that you. You know, that what's interesting, what felt like last year, like that's what we were talking about on a very regular basis. It just feels like over the past eight weeks, maybe, maybe, maybe three months, it's just been like suicide, 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 suicide. And it's just
0: uh, what is happening?
1: I I don't know. I I wish I wish I knew.
0: I don't want to be guilty of just the the easy solution, because, you know, lately, if you've been paying a lot of attention recently to the program, I've been getting really annoyed with that, with the well, this is the answer, but. I mean, there has to be a social media component to this, right? There has to be. Yeah. And I don't, but I I wish I could figure out, I I wish I could ballpark what the percentage is because at some point we have to start taking these phones out of these kids' hands, Right. For I mean we I mean at some point this is like remember I remember when I was growing up sitting too close to the TV screen made you a bad mom like if you let your kids sit too close to the TV screen you were a bad mom because their eyes were going to go bad right and then it just became well if you're watching too much TV you're not parenting your kids enough you got to shut that thing off you got to interact I think the phone's the new TV obviously that's how we all use the damn thing so and plus now with Instagram and all this stuff I think you got to start taking that thing out of their hands for. Hours a day and get them talking to you or doing other things and being involved with other peers and not being so isolated all the time. Like that is the re- the difference. Like everybody wants to pretend like when we were kids, all we were all outside playing. No, we weren't. There's a reason why the classic Nintendo it fits in the palm of your hand is eighty bucks, comes with every game you played as a kid, is because all you did was play video games when you were a kid. But you were doing it together. There were six or seven bikes in the front yard, and everybody was in one, in, they were all in Tommy's basement playing. Like I think there's something about the isolation of kids today that is is making something go off the rails.
1: I think you'd be foolish to deny that. I mean, like I I think it definitely plays a part of it. Um, but I think just like you know when you know extensively we talked about school shootings in the past two weeks. Um, I think it's just a component of it. I think there's a million different things that are playing into this. And I think it's
0: an important one. And if I were a parent and I'm not, I think it's one of the places I would start right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's something where you can at least have a starting point and have a conversation, but like, I mean, because even if it's not that it's still a benefit, you gotta, you gotta look at this from just every angle that you can and every aspect of, and I think, I think, I think it's very easy for us as people, you know, without kids and especially without teenagers, I mean, teenagers are just so naturally, What do I want to say? They withdraw from their parents because that's what you do. Like, you have to. Like, there's health in that. There's like, there's, there's growth in that. Well,
0: you're starting to build who you are. So
1: so I think that a lot of parents, a lot of families have a tough time with like, okay, you're trying to, you know, establish independence, you're trying to be your own person, and I respect that, and I want you to do that, but it's like, somewhere along the line, you have to, you know, you've got to give him room to grow, but you also have to have to be on top of that. That's a high wire act. Right, it's a very tough thing. You know.
0: It is. That's a high wire act, because you can go too far, too, and you can be too restrictive. My parents, when we were kids, my parents were a little too restrictive on David. He went one way, and then they overcorrected the steer, and they probably weren't strict enough with me. Yeah, I
1: mean, i I, I- personally think, you know, a lot of my growth as as from, you know, a teenager into as an adult, it came from those mistakes. It came from my parents allowing me to, like, make mistakes and do things like that, but, it you know, it, but at the same time, you take that mindset of, like, well, I'll let my kid be himself, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, your kid's, you know, depressed, suicidal, something like that, and, 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 and there's
0: no win. It just seems to be affecting, now, maybe I'm not hearing it, but we live close, I mean, I still have friends in Cleveland, I live pretty close, I'm still up there occasionally, And you're not hearing this happen in other – this seems to be this region right now.
1: I I think what a big part of it is is the idea becomes kind of like a locally viral thing where it's like – you see this reaction you see this happen you I want to be this, important to people you see this this you know and so yeah so I mean like you throw all these things into it and, and 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 there's a reason why it's it's so it's it's happening here is because it you know something something got the ball rolling and now it's just going downhill collecting steam
0: I um I yeah I don't know where to start. I mean, I don't raise children, and so I I can only imagine. I mean, I talk to my brother a lot about it because he's got a you know a thirteen year old daughter. But I mean, obviously, that's not the same thing as going through it. But I mean, he talks to me about all this stuff. As a matter of fact, I talked to him for a long time over the weekend, and you know, he's worried about all this stuff. Of course, you know what I mean. And so it's like you start talking about it, and you know, you know, she seems normal. You know what I mean? She's in sports. Right. She's, she's friends with all the girls in the neighborhood. She's a popular kid, but like, you just never know. And you have
1: to look at it from the perspective, too, of like, yes, of course, you're worried about your child, and that's your primary concern as a parent. But you've got to be worried it should, about everybody, well be. But right, but like, you have to not only think about you don't want your child to become a victim of something, you also don't want your child to become a perpetrator of something. And it's like, well, how do we grow? You know, how do we raise these kids not to be bullied, not to, you know, be these things? Well, it's like, how do you raise your kid not to be a bully, somebody who's the catalyst? to something like this so like I, I mean it just it just it's just a minefield out there of like raising the kid right now and I, I honestly it's a lot to take it's a lot to take and it's one of those things where it's like dude don't get me wrong like i want to have kids and i you know i want to do that but there's some of me that's like dude i don't want i don't have to do all this like, i i don't
0: you know i heard um I heard a couple of people. I was watching some podcasts over the weekend and I was, you know, listening to some people talk about it. And they were like, you know, there is a legitimate argument to the fact that your life really doesn't begin until you have a child. And that, you know, you really don't understand who you even are without a child. And I get why parents feel that way. I really do. And I do believe that that is true on some level. That I do believe I could learn more about who I was by raising a child. For sure I could. Right? I think
1: it's fair to say that, you know, a child changes everything. But I think it's also fair to say that, like, cancer changes everything. You know what I mean? People who've who've gone through, like, a horrible medical condition could probably say, dude, I didn't know myself until. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, on the level of pressure builds diamonds right. then yeah I mean obviously raising kids is obviously a serious pressure and so yes you can find you know what I mean but the end of that statement really is pressure can you know builds diamonds for some people is really the end of that statement well, yeah. because for a lot of people pressure breaks you
1: right I mean it, it, you know builds diamonds or it cracks pipes like I mean that's that's what it is so
0: yeah I, um, I I think it's if it were me and I don't like I'll be I have no answers on this none because nobody does right now but if it were me, I I would. I would be getting my kids active in some things, making sure they're playing with their friends, less phone, less I- isolation time, just out of pure fear. I remember my parents were worried about that, too. I'd come home from school, I'd slam my bedroom door, listen to music in my headphones for six hours. And I remember my parents going, I don't know, man, he seems kind of weird. He's withdrawn. He doesn't, you know what I mean? There is part of a teenager that's just that. But I think that that's part of the problem, is that I think a lot of parents just look at their kids and go, ah, they're a typical 14-year-old. They're just, you know what I mean? They get moody it's just part of who they are but given what's going on right now i don't know i mean i wish i knew where to start i obviously don't have any of the answers i feel for you you know if you're out there raising kids because dude you're just dealing with stuff that honestly i i I think i could i i don't necessarily want to have to you know be concerned about that all day it's just it's just terrible that is just terrible we have to figure it just seems to be affecting this community locally right around this region and i wish i i don't know i what, like everybody else i wish i could like define why that is and figure out what's happening but i i, I would start talking to every single high school teacher and school counselor right now more stands radio show right around the corner you guys hang on
2: boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock
0: 106.9. What's going on guys? You got Stansbury here for the Wakeham Auto family. It's Cleveland Auto Show time and you know what that means? You're saving thousands of dollars off the next car you want. Right now at Wakeham Ford, you can grab an F-150. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. And sending you out to Los Angeles at 9 o'clock for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. We do also know the locations for the Shamrock shenanigans.
2: <laughs>
0: March 17th. Our St. Patrick's Day party presented by Coors Light. will be at three different locations. We'll start our morning out that Saturday morning at 10 a.m. at Lobie's. We'll be there for an hour and a half till 1130. Then we'll move over to TD's Tailgate Girl on West Tusk. We'll be there from noon to 130. And then at Falcone's Tavern, also on West Tusk, from 2 to 330 that afternoon. By then, we should be good and liquored up. First 50 people. Every location. Gonna stay for a show glass. Nice. Be pretty glass. Nice. Yeah, I gave
1: those away at uh, at Raising Cane's this weekend. People love them, so uh, glad we got a new order. And I'm uh, glad we'll have them for the Shamrock shenanigans. Pretty excited about that. Actually,
0: very excited about that. It'll be a good day. So, I saw a tweet of yours over the weekend. And I was like, well, I mean... <laughs> you had said, I can't believe this is a, not a bigger story. And I was like, well, dude, we're the kind of, the, we're the guys who tell stories. Yeah,
1: we are. We're,
0: we're, we're supposed to make the big deal out of some stories. Yeah, so you seem makers. to be bothered by this thing. And I'll, dude, I, I want to tell you, I know nothing about this. Like, I know some of the stuff that's been going on for the years of it, but like, what, like, what brought all this out right now? I have no idea what's going on with any of this. But apparently there's a big scandal with the NCAA right now? Correct, there is. Okay, I don't know a thing about it. So what's going on?
1: It's all going on in the college basketball world, which will obviously open itself up into the college football world and beyond. Here we go. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a, you know, a, a problem with the NCAA, in my opinion, as a whole, as opposed to just you know basketball. You know. Okay, so what's um, happening? What's happening is essentially what we've all known has been happening. And I guess that's a part of the reason why it hasn't been a bigger story. And uh, one of our listeners, Jay White, brought this point up to me. He's like, dude, they're just telling us what we already know. Like, we've all known forever that stuff like this is going on. And essentially what it is, and this is, you know, this is some of the biggest, you know, programs in in college basketball. I mean, like the powerhouses of of the sport. Louisville's involved <laughs> in this, right? right? Right, right, right. Michigan State. I mean, like, you know, like the the, the, the big college programs, okay. Duke, all the all the top ones. Um. Okay. Have, okay, have 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 all been breaking NCAA rules by playing payers, by paying their families, by paying agents, and 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 essentially, like 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 I said, everything that we've known has been happening has now been brought to light, proven by a Yahoo Sports, you know, expose.
0: See, this is this is one of those things in life that makes me crazy because it's such an easy fix, if you ask me. Like, look, they're showing you you can't win unless you pay for players, can't win, right? Like, if, if the, if the teams that are constantly in the final four are doing it, why are they doing it? Because you kind of have to. Well, I mean,
1: here's the thing, though, is that like, I mean, when we're talking about teams identified in the probe, you've got Auburn, Arizona, Oklahoma State, Alabama, Duke, Kentucky, LSU, Maryland, Michigan State, NC State, North Carolina, Seton Hall, Texas, USC, Washington, Clemson, Kansas, Louisville, South Carolina, Tech. It's like dude, literally every friggin school we're talking about here. It's not even just the perennial powerhouses. Like, all right, these are the best of the best. This is
0: literally every division one school we're talking about Here's my question. If we're already paying the college athlete, then why don't we just pay the college athlete? I mean, why
1: don't we just pay the college athlete? I am 100% on board with that, and really what this is all going to boil down to...
0: Man, that sounds good. It's good
1: in the middle man, of radio broadcast. Like like so dude, Beben. do
0: that beeping in the studio is good, solid. No, no, nice. I I it's better me, than Harold. anything you'll say. Right,
1: it probably is, dude. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> but 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 at this point, why why does why, the, the NCAA to me, whether it's been through basketball, whether it's been through football, whether it's been through, dude, they have just bumbled everything? One of the most in, ineffective organizations, in my opinion, in, in the country right now.
0: Well, you hear people say this a lot. I'm not paying them; they get a free education which i think honestly if people really understood how little time you're you spend in classrooms as a college athlete you'd be like uh you've brought
1: the point up before there's a a a buddy of ours that played golf, golf. at akron at akron at, akron. At, at akron at akron and
0: he was like dude and he, so in all right so a good buddy of mine was like the one a player for akron's golf team okay. when he was there okay. like he was like their the stud, guy okay. their stud and he was like dude i got excuse from stuff all the time He's like for a golf dude, Dan. He's like now. Imagine being a being a, like a five star linebacker at Ohio State. Come on. He's like, dude, those guys are never seeing classrooms. It's just not happening. And, and 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 the deal of it
1: is, is like, do I care if these guys really get educated or not? No, I don't care. I know that when you as a college athlete stud are going to one of these powerhouse programs, I know what you're going to do. But drop the facade. Drop this holier than thou. We're the NCAA. Oh, the kids do it for the
0: love of the game, and that's why it's better than pro sports. Wasn't uh, only there like six months. Dude, six months and played one game. I, I mean, mean, he went to like nine classes.
1: It um, it it it, it really is at this point. It's it just frustrating to me how willing people are to shove their hand, o- or to shove their head in the sand over college sports. Like this, 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 this. Like, oh well, you know, we we, we, we do it, we do it for the right reasons, and college sports are so much better. And it's like, God, so dude, why if you don't, don't see
0: the corruption in this? So why don't we do this? Why don't we take and, and you do it by program and you do it by school. And you break it down as like... Here's X. This is what we bring in for sports, and we're going to pay our athletes. Now, football brings in the most for our school, so obviously, and there's more students doing it, because what people are going to say is, what am I going to do, pay a women's volleyball player the same amount of money as, as a star quarterback? No. I, I think I think you prorate it by do, sport. Do, so it's by sport.
1: So do I get paid the same amount if I'm a third-string quarterback as a first-string quarterback? I think
0: I think when you're talking amateurism and NCAA, yeah, I think you got to make it a little separate than the NFL. Amateurism.
1: Them out the window, in my opinion. Like, dude, and honestly, what this boils down to, to me, and I'm speaking as Rock 106.9 employee, not as an employee of anything else. But I think semi-pro sports leagues are going to be the way of the future. Well, I think- this,
0: if you don't change, if the, if the NCAA doesn't like loosen up what they're doing here, it is going to be because what do you think the pro leagues are going to do? They're going to start to seduce these young athletes right out of high school and go. Psst, you don't want to go to school? No. We'll pay you fifty grand a year for three years. Come, Come video- get your NBA body. Right. Play in Canton for three years, and then we'll find you an NBA franchise. And right. we're, they're going to build stars out of these kids in in underground systems. And we're going to you're going to lose the college game. I mean, why? Like, of well, course that's what they're going to why, do. Why does the NFL
1: allow the NCAA like that? That that billion dollar, that multi billion dollar revenue? It's because they're building their guys for them. If the NFL steps in and says, "No, dude, we're doing the development." League will have these guys from 18 to 21. These guys, like you said, will get paid a reasonable amount of money, $50,000 a year or something like that, under $100,000 a year. They'll be able to do commercials. They'll be able to sell their products. It's got to be cheaper because you're
0: not a legit star yet. And you got to get people who can go. So you got to keep the ticket prices low. But if, 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 look at the NFL right now. I know this is all around NCAA basketball, but if, let's take the NFL and look at that for a little bit here, right? Because you bring up an interesting thing with NCAA football. So now, if you're the NFL, right? Now you're looking at okay, so the XFL wants to come back. I've got I've got some other problems going on, you know, you know, with with some of the protesting and some of this, and now this NCAA thing. They might just be going, dude. Why don't we just cut this off at the pass? We'll build like a a a, a, you know like a D league, and we'll put guys in in like Toledo and Canton and build these teams and charge ten dollars a ticket and and have people go and watch it.
1: And 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 if you don't think that college football programs right now aren't crapping themselves, just shredding and deleting and burning like Hillary Clinton, bro. I'm telling you right now, dude, I'm telling you like every single paper shredder in an NCAA football head coaches program is getting ran to the ground right now.
0: I just, I I think you just I, I think it's, you got to common sense it. I think you got to look at college lacrosse players and be like, look, dude, nobody cares about your goddamn sport. Right? So yeah, the quarterback at Michigan's going to make more money. These dudes
1: should be allowed to go sell themselves if they want to do like commercials? If they want to sell there, you know, like, hey, it's it's you know whatever quarterback here for you know a, a car dealership or whatever. Let these kids do that, man. To cut them off of the opportunity to make money and, and, and to hide behind this well, like holier than thou facade. It's, it's not even garbage. hiding.
0: It's it's actually it's worse than that. It's predatory because not only do they won't let you have a job, not as if you have the hours of right. the day to All do it. To do. Even if you did do it, you wouldn't have the hours. Of, no, no job would keep you with the limited availability you would have to them when you're supposed to be worried about school and learning your play. Dude, have you ever seen an Ohio State football playbook? Have you ever seen that? I mean, seriously, Google it it's massive. The amount of information those dudes have to learn and keep in their heads and do all that, honestly, it's as much as studying for, like, your degree. These guys are essentially, dude, if they're really taking classes and really doing all that and really getting degrees, they're getting two degrees. You're getting a degree in football and a degree in whatever the hell else. Our history, probably.
1: I'm not going to have a problem with, you know, hey, if you guys still want to have a basketball team, fine, but it has to be fielded from actual students, like, the way it was supposed to be. Instead of bringing these guys in for $100,000 Hundred thousand dollars a year and being like, oh well, you don't have to go to class. No, you can have an Ohio State basketball team or Ohio State football team make it up the best of your students. Don't be bringing these guys in here for one year and acting like, oh pff, well, college sports best best around.
0: But the problem is, is you're Garbage. gonna hear dude when you start to pay, it'll it'll be another equality issue that'll happen. It'll be another one of those where it's like, why are we paying college football players more than we're paying college soccer players? Well, because more people care about college football than college soccer. You it 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 is that's the other thing why we'll never get this done is because you are going to need people to be common sense and be like oh yeah well that's why like here's the thing like we, we, you have to pay you have to bow to the king of the programs and NCAA football and basketball are going to be the kings of the programs in most places I mean I don't even think college baseball even matters does it I mean most guys I don't even think I don't even think it really matters for the most part well, it doesn't seem to it's
1: because MLB has a very you good know, farm system. farm system right exactly. I mean there's guys that play and then they move into the farm system and it's like well no I'm not going to keep playing college baseball so, yeah, I, mean, I think that's what's going to happen
0: here. I think th- these other leagues, they're going to get smart and go, well, wait a minute, why are we doing this? Especially, I mean, look at the NBA's already got the G League, and so you don't think they're going to be able to come to kids who are nineteen and be like, "Dude, you really want to sit at Duke for a year? You really want to sit there? Maybe not start. Maybe not have all this happen, and they have to deal with all this BS." Dude, we'll pay you. I don't know what they pay those guys, but I think they pay them. I, I think they I think they pay, pay them a halfway decent salary, and they put you up and all that stuff. I think it's a pretty good life while you're on your way to you know working your way into a pro career. I think, if, dude, if the NCAA doesn't wise up, they're going to lose this business to the pro games. I really believe that. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys, hang on. The Stansberry
2: Show. Alright, I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Six nine.
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9, online for you at WRQK.com where you can get this information on our Shamrock Shenanigans. The 17th of March, we will be out for St. Patrick's Day, presented by Coors Light. We'll start the day out at Lobies, Be there at 10 o'clock that morning until about 11.30. Then move over to TD's Tailgate Grill from noon until 1.30. And then we'll be at Falcone's Tavern, also on West Tusk, from 2 to 3.30 that afternoon. And again, on hand with Coors Light. First 50 people in, get a free uh, Stansbury Showport uh Coors Light Pine Con.
1: Dude, uh, Coors Light, just the perfect beer for a day like that, man. Silver Bullet, I'm ready for
0: him. Oh, I can't wait. Dude, the drinkability of a Coors Light. Oh,
1: so easy, dude. Just just,
0: just, just drink them. Just pound it. God, I Whoa. love that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a good one. I uh dude, I haven't had a lot of the alcohol. I haven't had a lot of the beer. I haven't had a lot of that stuff, dude. I've been on the I've been on the shut it down train quite heavily and dude it's been going really well. Here
1: comes Jim Stansberry. Hi, I'm Jim. Jim Stansberry here. <laughs> oh, All right, let's hear I, it I uh
0: no but I am, but I am set up tomorrow to be the like the next cheat meal. I haven't had anything in about it it seems like Tuesday's is gonna be the day now. I don't know why I picked Tuesday, but I just did. Maybe New Third Tuesday. <laughs> maybe I did. There maybe there that's what. Maybe that is what it is. Okay. But it's been like a. It's been a full week now, and so like I, I'm 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 trying this thing where it's no pizza until my birthday. So like even on cheat meal Jeez, day, man. And most, May, a lot right? of people do cheat yeah. day. I'm doing cheat meal, like one meal of the day. Like I'm not even like blowing off the whole day. Okay. Because I, ha- I just haven't <laughs> been back into the gym long enough to do a full day.
1: Didn't you read that article that said eating pizza is good for you? It's fine. It's healthy. No. It's fine. Does it
0: make me a genius yeah, It does. It Dude, socks a on my yep. living room floor yep. and I ate pizza yep. yesterday. Obviously, I'm brilliant. Yep. Duh. Thanks, Facebook. No, but like, I, and so, I, I, so I, I don't want it to be pizza because I'm trying not to have that until like the end of May. I'm legitimately going to try that. I don't know if I'll make it, but I'm legitimately going to try it. But I am thinking, uh, dude, tomorrow sounds like the perfect opportunity for me to get a big ass bowl of pasta, and that's what I do. That's what I kind of want. But I'm like struggling, like, well, where do I go? Where? What do I get? Where do I get it? I um, I you know, I mean, I mean, I live right down the street from Luca. There,
1: there's a little bit of me with like pasta, where it's like. Make pretty good pasta at home. You know what I'm saying? Like You you really can. So here's
0: why I don't want to do that. Why don't you want to do it? Because you buy the box of pasta, and it's like a pound of pasta, right? I'm going to make it, and then I'm going to eat it. Where if I go to a restaurant, I can get a serving. It's going to be more than I should eat. But it's not going to be a pound of pasta that would be made and sitting in my fridge, and be like all right, well I'll just eat a little bit more of it. All right, well I'll just have a little bit, and next thing you know, I've eaten the whole thing. And so, like, I, that's why I'm I, I want to go to a restaurant where it's like, dude, no. Once you're, once the once the fork hits the bottom of the plate, that's right. done. That's the end. You're of it. done. All right. And then you're going back home to where there's nothing in there but healthy food and what you should be eating and all that stuff. So I'm just trying to like I'm trying to like. Than the herd of, of, of the restaurants
1: of where I should go. I mean, Bugsy's is really good. That's out I've in never been. It's really, really good. I've never been. Um, Probably worth the trip. I mean, and like, I guess there's a little bit too of like, I mean, do you know what kind of pasta you want? Because that's a very broad umbrella we're talking it about is. here.
0: It is. So my favorite is carbonara. Okay. Like, that's like my favorite pasta thing. But I don't know. I have because I haven't been. I mean, dude, I I can't even well, last Tuesday was the last time I had like like a refined carb like that. It was like, it's been a week. And so, I kind of want it. so, I'm thinking maybe even just like a traditional red sauce. I mean,
1: yeah, you know, you're gonna have options. You are. Um, there's plenty of there's plenty of places that are ready to shove carbs down your hole yeah, in it. Stark County. I need it. Um,
2: I need the carbs. Uh,
1: I, 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 listen, I'm I, dude. I'm very, very happy that you've decided to move into this. I'm happy that you. Uh, it's been going really well. You feel like you've got something good going. I think there's been a, an upswing in your attitude recently. So like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely ha- more positive. I'm I'm, 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 happy about all that. I am a little bit like, man, like you're not eating pizza until like your birthday. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. Be healthy, bro. But like, you're not going to be an Instagram model. Like, that's I, that, to me, that's like man.
0: that. All right. So, so the pizza thing is just about like everybody's got the food that breaks them. Okay. Okay. And, like, dude, I'm worried. Again, pizza, much like, is, dude, it comes to the house and then it's huge, right? So you eat two slices and then it's sitting there. You're not going to throw it out. It's called, it's called a small pizza. You can then say a small pizza. Dude, even <laughs> eating an entire small pizza is terrible. Like, you should, dude, one person should not do that. I shouldn't say terrible, but it's obviously not great for you, right? And so, like, I just don't, dude, I'm worried about that. It's all about serving size for me. I got to, dude, I got to restrict all that. And so, like, I'm worried it's the food that's gonna knock me off. It, plus, it's so good. Like, it's normally the two things that knock me off. It's normally pizza or Taco Bell. If I have one of those two things, that's norm. It's normally like, okay, now we're off to the races. There's something about Taco Bell that I just love. I cannot stay away from it. I just love it. I just have to. Every time they put out something new, I gotta have it. Like, I love it. I just do. So like those two things, I'm just trying to be like, all right, bro, let's let's just stay away a little while, you know what I mean? It's not like you have to be enemies with them, but like let's just, you know, you don't gotta hold hands with them in public either, you know? What I mean? Like we gotta we gotta ease her back down. So I'm, um, but uh, tomorrow, dude, I do. I just want like a big old bowl of pasta and a breadstick to just like wipe up all the sauce and eat. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. So, Dari, where'd you say you, you told me? Bugsy's Bugsy's definitely
1: one of the options that I would throw out there. Um Sylvester's is another good option. Oh, I
0: have been there. That place
1: is really Jimmy's good. Jimmy's is good too, so
0: you got you got, you got, you got options.
1: Maybe I'll do maybe I'll do a world tour.
0: More Italy right there, maybe the OG. It- Apparently they have some meatball pizza bowl now and the bowls made out of their breadsticks and like it's like six meatballs in there and like three different kinds of cheese and
1: it's the new Jaden James the Stansbury right there <laughs> Never gonna be able to touch it just looking at it.
0: <laughs> just it sounds so good. I thought maybe well maybe we'll go do that. I don't know. We'll talk to Scott from Waitingfornextyear.com. We'll do that at eight. And we'll also at nine o'clock we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That's at 9 o'clock on Rock1069.
2: Dan Stansberry and his boy Wunter Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes! The Stansberry Show. Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome
0: back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069. Online48WRQK.com. We'll send you to see 30 Seconds to Mars here shortly. They're playing June 16th out of Blossom. Joining us. We does every Monday at eight o'clock. It's our good buddy Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. Buddy, how are you?
3: I'm doing extremely well. How are you, sir? Is that right?
0: What the, what the, <laughs> all right. Well, what happened? Well, like, give me the rundown. What happened over the weekend? Sounds
3: like you won. My oh game. no, not that. I'm just just not, nothing. to nothing to complain about. You know what I mean? I mean, just every, everything's good.
0: Just sounds wow. like you went to the casino. No, life
3: life's good, man.
0: Okay, well, good. All right. Well, uh, let me ask you your opinion. Uh, I, I I know you're a basketball like you know guy. You're an enthusiast. Um, huh? what's your take on this whole NCAA tournament or not tournament, but this whole NCAA like scandal, I guess, if that's what we're going to call it, because we all know it's been going on forever. What's your, yeah. Story? I mean, I can't
3: believe it's taken this long, really. Right. I mean, yeah, honestly, the with
0: social media and all that, I would have thought it would have been much, much sooner, but like, you know, what is your opinion? What should happen here?
3: I mean, I do, I, I, I will, I do think it's a bit weird that the FBI is wiretapping, Offices of collegiate coaches i I think that's that's an interesting use of resources um but you know in the same regard I guess whatever it takes to to kind of bring down the house of cards right i mean it's it, I, I don't think this is the, the i don't think this is the end of the story by any means um you know we already you, you know we already had it with betino and louisville um you know now we're getting it with arizona um, i i I don't want to you know he smirched the good name of John Calipari, but I mean, there's you know, there's long been wonders how he's skirted and gotten all these great players, but skirted under the system when it comes to paying these guys. So I don't know, you know, that's not to say he's guilty, but I, I just don't think this is the end, and it'll be very interesting because I don't know how many championships you can you could just take away, and then you're you going to have a ten-year period where a ch- no one won a championship because you're going to you're going to be able to poke holes in something everybody did, rather than. You know bringing it on themselves for not figuring this out years ago um it I do think it's a bit weird to do it after the fact, but i don't I don't know what the end of the end the end game is you know again i'm not the you know the most astute college uh you sure. know fan, but it, in the same regard i mean you know and then it, it and again the, the it doesn't stop at the coaches either I mean you have agents paying people, you have marketing reps paying people you know all these kids are getting money with the with the assumption that it'll come back. Um, you know, after they after they get out and they get to the NBA, um, you know, so I don't I don't know where the uh, you know where the ball is going to stop rolling, but I don't I don't think it's stopped just yet.
0: Are are you in? Are you in support of paying? Is this microphone on? Everybody, tell me they can't hear me right now. No, I is that. I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me. Okay, well that's good. Are you in support of paying the the college athlete?
3: Yeah, and I know it's a it's a slippery slope. I, I do think they should make money. Um, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you decide who gets paid. I don't know how you decide what schools get paid. Um, because clearly, um, you know, some, some schools make much more revenue than others. Um, that doesn't make, you know, a kid at Arizona worth less money than a kid at Duke or a kid at, you know, Kentucky. So I don't know, I don't know where, how, how you would do it. Um, and you know, again, it's it's well beyond my job grade, but I do, I do think these, these kids, should be able to make some form of income now that said um you know i, I get that they get they get scholarships i get that whole, i get the whole thing um but then you know i then is it just you could you do it to just basketball and football or do you do it to you know other others you know sports as well so i don't i don't know how it would work um but i think if if anything lightening up the rules on what they can 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 receive in the way of like gifts or something along those lines i don't know again it's, it's it's a it's a much bigger thing than should they or should they shouldn't they be paid but i do think they should really make something
1: do you think that this is enough and to me it feels like it is but I've, I've i've felt this way for a long time do you feel like this is enough of a scandal of proof of 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 you know something we've always known to change perception of college sports of the ncaa or will it come march you know come two weeks from now will it just be like nope time to watch college basketball
3: Oh no, <laughs> we're definitely going to just watch college basketball come March. Um, you know, I don't think this is a fa- I I don't see many fans revolting here. Um, you know, I don't, don't see care. many, you know, I don't see many people being like, oh, "I'm not going to, you know, support this team anymore. They paid this kid, you know, in 2013." Um, you know, I I, I don't get that. I, I this this scandal is much more NCAA versus the players. Um, and NCAA versus the versus the, the coaches. Um, I don't I don't see any way that this will impact ratings at all, um, you know. If anything, I think the college basketball product would would impact ratings. But it could, people still seem to love guys going, you know, two for eight. So it's 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 if 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 that's going if people are still going to watch that, then this this won't this won't turn the tide at all.
0: It's because the the fan doesn't care. The fan doesn't care if the player gets
3: screwed, well, and nor, nor nor should they. Well, not no not. The, I, I don't think it's the, if, if they care if the players are getting screwed as much as I don't think they they care if. You know their favorite team is doing something illicit, Not right? I mean, you know, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, look at the look at the NFL. Not I mean, at at that's, that's that's case in point. You know, we you know fans you know will gladly cheer for guys with criminal records for sure. As long as they're on their team, right? Yeah. You know, so it's it's it's. I, 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 I Now this isn't that deep. You know, these 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 guys are receiving, You know, these are seventeen eighteen year old kids receiving money from college coaches. This isn't anything, you know much greater than that you know so let's i don't think we should paint in the same way as domestic violence or anything related no. to like you know drugs but that said again i don't think the fans are gonna are gonna change their viewing habits whatsoever
0: no if you're not cheating you're not trying i mean that's how we're gonna look at it and honestly as a as a somewhat of a college football fan like i'm not a crazy about it but if i found out urban meyer was paying players i don't care at all well, how long until that happens, though? Right? Oh, I tomorrow. Mean, I, I mean, dude. It's, I mean, right. dude. If this is trust me, if it's happening in basketball, it's happening in the bigger of the two college sports, being college football. Of course, it is. And but I don't care if they're doing it because my thing is, is dude, any program that's any good is going to be doing it.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, you saw, I mean, it it seems like forever ago now, but the the Miami Hurricane scandal that came out about a decade ago. Oh yeah. Um. You know. I mean, and that's that's I mean, you look you look at the, some of the names that were on those hurricane teams back in the day. I mean, and, and that's a great NFL team. Um, you know, so, you know, there's, there's, there, there, there you, you can, you can only compete from a recruiting standpoint, you know, in a variety of ways, um, you know, until, until the checkbooks start to open up. So I know again, It kind of ties back to your first question, but none of this surprises me whatsoever.
0: Well, I mean, look at what happened with Chip Kelly in Oregon. I mean, they were coming after him, they were coming after him, they were coming after him, and he left right before the sanctions came down. And now, sure enough, he's going to walk his happy ass right back into the same conference, coach UCLA, and nobody cares. All these dudes are dirty. They're all dirty. And that's why I just don't know why we can't just reasonably come out and say, but this is my thing, is that common sense has to prevail, and that's why it'll never happen. Is that everybody's got to admit that, yeah, dude, like the Big Ten matters more in college football than some other conferences, right? And that and that the SEC matters more than some other conferences in college football. So th- you're going to have to pay certain universities and certain, co- you're going to have to pay it by conference and by sport inside conference. And what's going to happen there, though, then is then that becomes the next equality thing we got to talk about, where everybody's like, well, wait a minute, why is the guy at Alabama making more of the money at, you know, Mississippi, you know, wherever, in the middle of nowhere state? And it's like, well, because people care about Alabama. <laughs> like, that, that that's why. And I know everybody's going to say, well, that's not fair. And my response to that is, well, work harder, become a better athlete, and then go to Alabama. That's going to be my take. Are you happy with what you're seeing with the Cavaliers right now? Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> it's a hell of a transition. Yeah, it is. Um,
0: no, I, dude, I'm going to monologue, and then I'm going to get <laughs> you into Ty Lue not being able to
3: coach. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not unhappy. Um, I, but I, would I was I ecstatic with the second half yesterday? No. Um, you know, either, but... You know, and I wrote about this a little bit last week, you know, they, they think not having a true second option before Kevin Love comes back is, is kind of a blessing in disguise because you can't key in on certain players and any one of the five or six players they have who can drop 15, 16 points in a given night, one or two of them can step up and that's how they're going to win these games. That's how they beat Boston. That's how they beat OKC, you know, and that's how they, you know, they beat, uh, they play the other night. I can't even think of it yeah, now. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, but again, when one, when none of those players step up, you get you get a loss to San Antonio like you did yesterday, where no one no one could score, and you get a loss to the Wizards uh, like you did the other night, where LeBron is the only player in the final nine and a half minutes to score. Um, you Jeez. know, so when, when that is when that's your game plan, um, you kind of live by the sword, die by the sword. So it's it's happy. It, you know, you could be happy. You know, to use your term when when it works. Um, but you know you could kind of it's really easy to say i told you so when it doesn't because um until they figure out a rotation to get these guys in uh you know a little more involved in the in the game plan uh you you can't just you know be be chucking up threes and hope they go in so you know it's you know, again, it's it's they got time, um, but I, I don't think you could really truly judge what's going on here until Kevin Love comes back and they and they get a true like playoff rotation going
1: for the Cavs to lose a game because they couldn't uh, convert on offense. There's something reassuring about that to me, where it's like, all right, at least you're getting it done on the defensive end of the floor. Maybe you're not good enough defensively to just win games with your defense, but like losing by offense to me, at least that's some sort of a step forward. Um, I, I think one of the things that kind of you know in the second half of yesterday's game against the San Antonio Spurs kind of opened up my eyes is the Cavs were I think there was under five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and the Cavs were down by 20 if not 20 damn well close to it so the game was pretty much shot at that point Uh, but LeBron James was still out there playing basketball putting effort forth and if I'm I could be wrong here but I don't think LeBron has missed a game so far this year on a coach's decision or him deciding not to play or taking himself out early of a game I'm very surprised by that because I thought this would be the year more than Ever that LeBron
3: would sit down? Yeah, I
0: thought wrestling was so important to why, winning.
1: Why? Why? Why is that the case right now? What is he out there for?
3: Well, Tyler Lewis said it was leadership, um, which is fine. It's all well and good. Um, there's also the element of the league changed the schedule for the stars to not have to rest. They, they you know, they there are no nationally televised games that are on the second night of back to backs. There's no. Um, you know, extensive, weird travel. There's, there, I think there's only like one, four and five, four games and five nights stretch that a team has this year compared to, I think, three in years past. So they, they, the, the, the league caved and did what the players asked. So I, I think there's an element of the players finally saying, OK, you did your part. We're going to do ours. Um, you, you're not. You're, you don't, the only teams that are really resting players right now, bizarrely, are the ones that are completely out of it. Um, you know, you're having you're having some of tanking. these. I don't want to say I don't want to say tanking teams. No, but, I mean,
0: dude, Dallas got in trouble. You can say it. They're tanking. Yeah. <laughs> they're tanking. Dude, but, everybody know, tells me yeah, the NBA doesn't so have a problem. You know, That's a problem. You're
3: getting you're getting some phantom injuries a little bit there. Um, you know, but it's you know it's remarkable that this guy could be playing not just at this high of a level in the 15th season, but every night as well, and he's doing it for a lot of minutes. And to your point, Matt. Um, You know, doing it not just in games that matter, but you know, in in periods of games that are that are pretty much lost. But you know, last last night, I do believe was was a leadership thing. Um, You know, he wants he wants these new guys to kind of embrace, you know, what he what he needs them to do going forward. And if he was going to fold up shop in the third quarter of this of this nationally televised game, I don't think that would go over very well. One with the league uh, because it wasn't ABC, and two. Uh, you know, with within the locker room because of, you know, trying to get these new guys on board.
0: All right, Scott, we're going to uh, spare you the Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. <laughs> I'm going to spare you that question this week. We'll talk to you again next Monday at 8.
3: Sounds good, my man. Talk to you soon.
0: That's our buddy Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Make sure you check out their site. If you're a sports fan, it really should be part of your daily reading. It is that. Really, it is that good. Nurses, I, uh, I feel for you. We I read an article over the weekend. I think it's going to alarm a lot of you, and it had me thinking about a lot of other positions women have to work in this country. So we'll get into all that next on Rock
2: 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Kenton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Rock
0: Welcome back to the Sands Radio. I'm Rock 106.9. Tomorrow at 9 o'clock is New Church Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Rock Rocksino. We just figured this out. You're getting new ASAP Rocky, new Gucci, new 21 Savage. They're all on it together for a song called Cocky. Russell Dickerson, your uh, country track of the week. Blue Tacoma. Kick the dust up. And then Marilyn Manson. Okay. Tattooed in reverse. All right. His new one. We'll take a listen to that. All right. I'm interested. If you're in a local band would like to be featured on New Tour Tuesday. Send me your soft for yeah. at WRQK.com.
1: Let's get a local band in
2: there. You know, know what I mean?
1: I'm... Let's get somebody in there. Marilyn Manson no longer counts as a
0: local band for us. I read a story at NBC News over the weekend. Yeah. About nurses. Okay. That a poll published earlier this month by Medscape Medical News found that 71% of nurses... Say that they have been sexually harassed by a patient. Surprised it's not more.
1: Honestly, 71%. I was going to say 90.
0: Wow, really? 90, yeah. Yeah. See, 90 implies that there are no decent dudes out there. Seventy one's
1: damn close to it. You know what I mean? Well, not ninety percent of patients have done it to you, but ninety percent of of nurses have had it happen at one point or another. No,
0: but yeah, I guess when you start adding in how many years of service you're in,
1: right? And, and and you know, you got one creepy dude on the floor that's like, you know, trying to pat ass on every single nurse that walks by. That's every single. He hit one six of nurses. Bombs. Right.
0: All right. Fair. Okay. That is fair. They say whether it's a guy exposing himself by like removing the sheet and showing them his penis or when a woman nurse, when a female nurse leans over to put an IV in you, these dudes will just grab their boobs. Jeez. Now, I'm going to go back to something I've been saying since the beginning of this Me Too movement. Okay that I understand how a dude could get himself in trouble, sued, lose his job or whatever over something he thought he said or something he said that he thought was going to be funny that wasn't. Like, I could see how that could happen. I could see – because I could see myself falling into that trap. Yeah, okay. I'm not necessarily out to hurt you, but I could see myself trying to make a joke and being like, oh, well, that one didn't really fly. That one's not great. Probably going to be in some trouble, right? That I can get. But the idea of – just dudes can't keep their hands on themselves when a woman leans across them. What in the hell is going on with you scumbags? And what in the hell did, who raised you? Was it just two monkeys flinging poop around the living room? Like who taught you how to be a grown up?
1: I, 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 or I could, who
0: didn't?
2: Yeah, teach I was gonna you. say.
1: I mean, I could agree with you, but at the same time, I mean, this is such a common problem. These people are obviously out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. It, it, it's That's it's, creepy. It's and it, gross. It, it's it's a. um It's a real thing that women have to deal with on a day to day basis. And like, I'm sure you know. There's probably a little bit of when I think of like nurses. You know, I'm thinking of like taking care of Grandpa. Like that's what I'm thinking. And I'm sure there probably is a little bit of like, well, Grandpa's crazy and he doesn't know what he's saying Anymore doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Um, but that's not all of this. There are dudes no, out no, there, no, no, no. like, 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 yeah. Is there is there a grandpa out there who just you know? I don't want to say even because even if you're a little too handsy at eighty, that's not okay. That's not like it's like well it's fine. You know he was from a different era. Like no, it's not okay. Um, but then there's dudes out there who just feel like because these women. Um,
0: Like a guy uh, who thinks you can smack a waitress on the ass. Like, I'll never get that.
1: I, I, I think there's just <laughs> never get that. I think there's just a little bit of like, you're obligated to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? You have to take care of me. Therefore, I can treat you however I want to treat you.
0: Uh, that is the that's that is that is a
1: very askewed view. Because like a hospital's not gonna kick you out. You know what I'm saying? Like you grab a waitress on the ass, that restaurant or that bar, hopefully fingers crossed, will kick you out.
0: I was gonna say, hold on a second. So if I'm laying on the hospital bed, but I'm able to get up and out of my bed, walk to the bathroom. Right. If a nurse comes in, right. And I shut the curtain, and I throw her on the bed, and I rape her? The hospital's not going to kick me out? Uh,
1: well, if we're talking about rape versus an ass smack, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, y- yes. I mean, yes. You're going to get arrested if you... Uh, yeah. Uh, they're,
0: gonna- yeah. The, that, all right. that is the, right, That is a different thing. You mean to tell me... What would they do? Move your floors? Yeah. What,
1: what, uh, so so I'm a cancer patient. You know, I'm laying there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, t- attached to machines, and I grab a boob. What, what, what are you gonna do? I mean, well,
0: I guess what do you do? What, what, what,
1: and especially, Ugh. what is that nurse gonna do? And the sad thing is, is that and if nurse, you're
0: dying of cancer, what do you care what they do? To you? Sad.
1: Sad thing is, is, that nurse has to keep coming back. She has to put that that IV back in your arm. She has to change that bedpan. She has to do those. Well, things. Well, not only
0: that, but if, if she probably also thinks is like, well, it's already happened to me. I don't want to like take myself off this rotation and then like yeah, you know, and, and then give this up to somebody else and had forced that on him. So I started thinking about this. I was like, okay, well, what are some other jobs where obviously this happens like nonstop? And so I started Googling it. Right. And so I went down the rabbit hole of this a little bit this weekend. And in one of my favorite recreational activities, this happens nonstop. And as a matter of fact, I've seen it with my own eyes and that's the beer cart girl on a golf course. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, this stuff that guys will say to those beer cart girls – is so scummy and gross, right?
1: And she's just some twenty-three-year-old trying to pay off her student loans because she can't get a job. And what she, you know, what like I'm I and barely she's just
0: like. Oh my god! And, and what is she supposed to do? I barely talk to those chicks because I feel so guilty for thinking that they're hot that I just never want to say anything creepy. Well, right. And and, and what are you? Going I'm always to like say the quiet one. I'm like, oh. what are you going to say to her
1: that isn't you know that, that hasn't been said to her? Right.
0: And that's always that's another one of my things. It's like, dude, because occasionally, like, I'll hit on a, like a waitress or a bar bartender or whatever but again like dude these women deal with like sexual uh, you know harassment and like the constant like barrage of being hit on so con- that unless i feel like i can say something legitimately clever that they've never heard. I'm just not doing it.
1: Right. And like as a bartender, as a waitress, as a, as a, as a beer, you know, cart girl, like I'm on your tips right now. So like, I have to laugh at your joke. I have to like, act like, yes, I'm interested in what you're saying. When if you said that to that woman and she wasn't in a professional situation, you know what I mean?
0: Like, well, I also find, you know, what's very crazy is that men are, are intimidated by beautiful women unless they're at work.
1: Well, because at that point they know that they have to. You have to keep smiling. You kind of have to deal with you it. You have
0: to deal with right. it. That's Right. Like you would never, uh, like, dude, the the amount of guys I know that are too afraid to talk to a good looking woman in a bar
1: to talk to a seven, let alone a ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then all of a sudden that ten stuck behind the bar, and she just has to deal with it.
0: But like I have seen beer cart girls be like, I mean, verbally sexually harassed, like guys sticking clubs between their legs, hey, asking them to grab it and. Like just do it, right? Like that girl's like twenty one years old.
1: I um, I I, I stand firm. I can't believe seventy one was the number. Honestly, I I I would think it's considerably higher than that. What do you
0: think the What do you think the job in America for women is that deals with this the most? Most. Nurses is a good guess. So yeah. obviously,
1: I think I think something to do with like alcohol service. I think bartender, shock girl, something like that. I think you are constantly oh, shock girl. You are constantly dealing with that. Yeah, I mean we it, have. Is that taking sex workers out of it? Am I, am I? strippers off the table because obviously strippers is a nonstop. It just it, 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 you know it is what it is.
0: That's an interesting line. You know what I mean? Because they're grabbing you and grinding you to 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 get you excited to spend the money so it's a little i, I mean not that it's okay like but there that's a weird that, that that's a harder line than i'm putting this iv in you right. and i'm wearing scrubs right. not pasties on my breasts you know what i mean that is a, at least a different line in that i'd be interested to find out what that is and again i will go back to this time and time again i understand how a dude walking through the office space could say something out loud and be like, oh, you know what? Had I thought better of right. it, I probably wouldn't have said that. That wasn't the greatest. What was I thinking? But not being able to keep your hands to yourselves. Like, I'll never understand. Like, I work at the concert club, right? And I'll never understand guys who walk through a crowded show like that and will grab a chick's ass. What are you getting out of that? Like, you're not hooking up with her. She's not going home with you. It's not like it's, I mean, is is it that
1: Something to masturbate to later, dude. Honestly, like, and I hate to be like crass about that, but like, that's exactly what it is. It's that feeling of like, all right, well, like I'm using you sexually in the way that I see fit. Oh, and, uh, dude, and I, mean, I got
0: to tell you, I got a laundry list of stuff wrong with me. Like, a, I mean, dude, like a ton, like a ton. I probably got like a family's laundry list of stuff wrong with me. But and all joking aside, I am thankful that that is not one of them. Like, I really, really am because that's just creepy. Just, dude, if a nurse is there saving your life, don't show her your balls, you creep. It's bad enough you don't even have health insurance. Now you're going to show them your <laughs> testicles? What the hell's the matter with you? More Stansberry Show right around the corner.
2: Hang on. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. or The God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106. Not nah, Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 online wrqk dot I'm laughing because I was reading this <laughs> at KYC's, like, Facebook page. I was reading like, this thing. Do you think LeBron should, you know, continue to speak out? And, dude, it's. Two comments of like, uh, you know, here's why I don't love it. That it makes a little bit of sense. And, oh, uh, yeah, I think he should. And then immediately after the two comments, it's, well, the orange chimpanzee pee swimmer. And this, okay. it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I can't take it.
1: Things quickly deteriorate. And that's why we're not making any progress on anything right now. Because right. anytime a conversation comes up of like, all right, try to convince me, it automatically turns into screaming. It automatically turns into like, libtard conservative show you you can't talk about this you don't know anything about this and no i mean
0: we're not making any progress anytime soon it just bums me completely out might be going backwards i don't know i think we are going backwards i absolutely you know who's not going backwards who's that the wwe buddy nope they are not dude apparently ronda came out last night. she
1: did she did last night was elimination chamber i uh, i woke up this morning early and checked it out um and ronda rousey didn't make her debut last night because that would in, wrestle. that would indicate that she had a match last night. But Ronda Rousey, um, she came out and did the official quote unquote official contract signing last night, uh, putting her into a match at WrestleMania.
0: That's going to be the first match. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what else are you going to do? Is this why Dana White tweeted out the picture of him and, like, Brock Lesnar? Um,
1: yeah. Last night during during Elimination Chamber, Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, he only wrestles on a kind of a, uh, you know, part-time basis. Um, So Dana White tweeted out a picture Because Lesnar was not involved last night So I assume that was a little bit of an FU at Vince But at the same time I mean, dude, Dana White wants Brock Lesnar To come fight in UFC And Vince don't care So like, yeah, I'm sure Vince is like, dude Tweet out all the pictures of my
0: superstars, I gotta be honest with you, as a UFC fan And not a WWE fan at all Dana White comes off looking not great in that.
1: Yeah, but I don't think any of those dudes necessarily care. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, Dana, and,
0: ma- he's making so much money,
1: right? There. At, at the end of the day, and I mean, like that's the thing. That's the thing about that's the thing about Brock Lesnar is like he's capable of both. There, you know what I'm saying? Like he is very much capable of going and fighting MMA, and he's very much capable of doing pro wrestling. Which last night. I got to say dude, Ronda Rousey, I don't think this is going to turn out well for the WWE. You don't. I, I I I do not feel that it's going to turn out well. Um like I said, last night wasn't a match. She came out and, you know, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon essentially like the 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 heads of the company um it brought her out and kind of like, hey, you know, she's not asking for special treatment. She's not doing this, that, or whatever. And it ends up, you know, she ends up slapping Stephanie McMahon and puts Triple H through a table. Um, it's not the action that I'm worried about with her. It's the acting that I'm worried about with her. And like, ah, it's a huge part. Yeah, dude, it's, it's equal parts in pro wrestling. You have to be able to go... I think per- it's probably more. You have to be able to go perform in the ring... And I think she's going to have a hard time in the ring just from the fact of she's not going to be able to sell well, which means like when you get punched, you have to look like it hurts. She's going to get punched and she's going to be like, well, it's not a real punch, so it doesn't hurt me. But you have to sell it. you like, because if you don't, then we all see it. And we're like, you take us out of the moment. She's like, going to be bad
0: at the mic skills. Thing. And
1: that, and that's what I was going to say. She's going to be terrible at. Dude. And she's going to be awful at that. aspect. And here's the
0: thing. Like, dude, she became such a star in the UFC. Let's be honest, because she was a woman. She would, that That's why she became a huge star. A man that had her ability in the UFC would be like, ah, another dude. Her ability and her charisma? No,
1: everyone would be like, all right, whatever, like, you're just another dude, right? Look where- at
0: Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. Pound for pound, the best fighter in the UFC. Without a doubt, pound for pound, right? That dude should be a legitimate star. But outside of UFC, he's really not. Ronda, however, became a huge UFC star. And a huge outside the UFC star. Why? Because she was a woman fighting, and because it, it because it was new. As a matter of fact, like people forget, like she never won that title. They created it and gave it to her. Like she. So my point to tell you all that is the UFC promoted Ronda. Like, they're the ones that wrap their arms around Ronda, and they knew, like, most guys were going to consider, you know, think she was really hot. She's attractive. I don't think she's necessarily hot. Dude, I, the more, the, like, even last night,
1: man, if I she don't was really coming out, it. if she was coming out, I was like, dude, she is not. Because I've it, been saying it. You, you're comparing her to, like, other, like, Again. WWE smoke shows, and it's like, dude, you are, you like, compared to Alexa Bliss, like, this ugh, is
0: This is what I've been saying. Much like the Mighty Mouse Johnson argument, like, if, if Ronda was famous for anything else, she wouldn't be that hot. She, dude, people think she's hot because she's a woman who punches people we'll in the her, face. Right. She's a woman fighter. That's why people think she's so hot. I mean, she's not, a, she's not an unattractive woman, but she's, I don't think there's anything necessarily all that special about her. But the UFC was the hype machine behind her. And you put her on the poster, and she looks good, and she beats people, and she does all this. 30-second knockouts, that whole thing. Meanwhile, dude, she wasn't really fighting anybody for about three years. And then this whole thing. And so, like... They're the one that built her. Like in the UFC, you don't have to be the oiled up salesman. Now, Connor does it, and he, yeah. that's what makes Connor so great, but that's legitimately who Connor is. Like yeah. there's no show in Connor.
1: His transition to WWE would be a lot easier, easier than hers. Easier. She's
0: a WWE guy already. Just putting a mic in
1: her hand and trying to get her to like. Not going to be good. To have her like interact naturally with the other talent in the ring last night. It just felt so forced. You could tell all three of the people, Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stephanie McMahon were like carrying her, well, like dragging her up. I remember
0: the last time she was, did anything with the WWE. She was hammer drunk. Why? She was terrified to go out there and grab that microphone and do that whole thing. She's terrified to do it. I guarantee you that's what it is. Ronda Rousey in the WWE will be a little Andre the Giant-ish. Like every time Andre grabbed the mic and talked, you'd like, oh Jesus Christ, somebody shut that, somebody, somebody shut that that big huge monster up. I just want to watch him like, b- you know, bench press Hulk Hogan. But when he would talk, he'd be like, oh God, Jesus, dude, shut that thing up. And I think that that's gonna be part of Ronda's problem. I think you're right on that. Where I think, dude, that skill. I mean, that's what makes The Rock one of the best actors in the world today and one of the most powerful actors in the world today is that, dude, he spent his entire career acting in the WWE. Ronda will suffer with that. That will be a problem. We'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That's next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. We'll send you out to Los Angeles here momentarily for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Yeah, it's the yeah,
1: awards. Yeah, one of them. We'll give you your keyboard here shortly. This is the last week for that, by the way. Yep. Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Chain
0: Smokers, Bon you. Jovi. Bon Jovi. JBJ. John uh, Bon Jovi got added in that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Something's been happening that I am um, that I don't love. And. That I wish was not part of my world today. And that I understand that when I say this to you, that a lot of you are going to think what's happening right now because of this is good. And that you're that you ultimately are going to be able to both then show me other instances where this has happened, where it's been good. And I would agree that there have been certain instances of this that are good. But ultimately, I feel like this is bad. And because I have very little faith in the human race, I feel like we will ruin this in the long run. And this will end up coming back to bite us in the ass massively. Okay. And that is, there is this online shaming thing that's going on with any company in the country that offers a discount to NRA members that's happening now. And like the celebration of this, and just the openly like you should deny this company your money, no matter like, dude, there's an airline on here. Okay. Now, I I I, I want you to think about this. An airline. That thing takes you up off the ground, puts you how many of her feet in the air, flies you across the entire country, lands you down on the ground safely, and you get off of it. Therefore, that it will be the only thing I judge an airline on, is whether or not they're able to grab me from Ohio, put me in California, and bring me back to Ohio safely. I don't care if they offer discounts to whatever company. Why are we doing this? We're going to demonize good companies because they're willing to offer discounts, which, by the way, they don't really care that they're NRA members. You know what they care about? The fact that it's a huge group of people that are in a group that they can offer something cheaper to on the entire base of the group, and they make more money. They don't care that it's the NRA members they care that it's a huge group that are willing to say I'm in this group that they can put out a blanket discount for this is ridiculous now I understand a lot of people in this country die every year due to handgun and or you know um you know other gun violence depending on you know what kind of a rifle or a handgun right I understand there's a lot of it Okay, and I know a lot of you are going, well, that's good. I don't I hate the NRA and the NRA is bad. We should publicly shame companies that are in there and let's disband that. Great, because that's the enemy today, though, America, you're not worried about the enemy that they'll need tomorrow. See, because once you give these people this kind of power and they can take this kind of stuff down, you think they're going to stop after one? No, they're going to get drunk on that power, y'all. And they're going to start marching down the street on things that you want. And again, I'm going to be one of these guys that's going to tell you this, all right? Because this does have to be part of this conversation if we're going to publicly shame companies that are, in, that are doing things, all right? So they're going after the NRA right now. And you're thinking to yourself, well, what do I care? I'm not a gun person. I don't have an NRA sticker on my car. I don't even know an NRA member. What do I care if they do that? Okay, 610,000 people a year die from heart disease. You going to care when they start to shut down all your restaurants? Because that's what's going to happen. What happens if that happens on the other side? 610,000. You going to care then? When they're like, you know what? You shouldn't be able to eat this because this many people get a heart disease every year because of it. And you shouldn't be able to eat it. Well, nobody's saying that you can't be a member of the NRA, right? No, but this is, dude, this is where this goes, though. Is that, dude, these people will get drunk on this power and it's going to go downhill. I'll even give you another one. What's going to happen when they go after people who privately fund Planned Parenthood? Because some of that stuff's done on donation. And don't tell me I'm wrong. I called up somebody who works for for Planned Parenthood yesterday to make sure I was right. Some of that's done by corporate donation. So I know liberal, and I'm on your side. Normally I'm a liberal. So, dude, are you going to be all right with don't,
1: that? Don't plenty of people not support businesses that are in bed with Planned Parenthood already? And, like, I think that's okay. Like, I'm, I have zero problem if you're anti-Planned Parenthood and you're like, hey, I don't support this, I don't want people to have abortions, and you decide not to, like, that that to me is, like, that's your power as a consumer. Like, you've, you've got your money, and it's, that's, it's, all you, that's your
0: vote. I'm okay with it when it's a personal decision and you try to go out of your way. This organizing of these groups to try to win-fail-swoop, this stuff is scary. Because, like I said, they're going after the NRA today. Something you don't care about. What happens when they win that war and they need another enemy? You know what happens when you start to go after enemies? You start to get the taste of blood in your mouth and it's insatiable. And then once you beat that enemy now you need another one. This is what I say about the President all the time. He loves having an enemy. Loves it. Can't get enough of it. And once you have an enemy, dude, they're gonna keep rolling down the street. And dude, this is how more and more and more of the stuff that you just take for granted every day as an American, every day, it'll just, they'll just chip away and chip away and chip away and chip away. Before long, now we're all speaking another language, standing around with three things we own in our, in our arms in the front thing, looking at in front of the government building, like, please, sir, more soup. Like, before long, this is what's going to happen. You got to stop. You got to stop. Why do you care? What do I do? As long as Delta picks me up at one airport, drops me somewhere else and brings me back here, I could care less what they're doing outside of that because that's an incredibly dangerous business and they do it pretty well. So I'm going to trust them. I don't care who they give discounts to this stuff. you I'm telling you, you don't care today because you like the enemy. When they turn those guns, and they, that's a terrible pun, I'm sorry. When they turn their attention onto something you do care about, you're going to go, well, Stansbury, start bitching about this. See, look what they're taking away from me. And I'm going to be standing there that day telling you, I did, when you didn't care about the NRA. That's when I was bitching about it. It'll be too late when they come for the thing you want, America. It'll be too late. This whole movement, this whole thing is just gross. This public shaming thing is just gross. Gross. More Stansberry Show right around the corner after sending you out to Los Angeles right now on Rock 1069.
2: The Stansbury Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 1069. Or shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Awards now. Text the keyword VIP to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates of Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Online for you at wrqk.com. We have 30 seconds to march tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. They're playing Blossom June 16th. It did, however, get announced this morning that Metallica's coming back February next year. Jeez. 2019. They're pretty good. Playing the queue. Okay. Here's the and the interesting thing about Metallica, man, is that you really do got to take your hat off to them. One of the all-time great metal bands. Obviously, I still think Iron Maiden's the far superior metal band for sure. Um, but you can't argue Metallica's success. They're a great. And as a matter of fact, they're no longer really a metal band. They haven't really been a metal band since early on. But they were the pretty much the best hard rock band you could find. And What I find interesting about those guys is the power of their early catalog. They have not released an album I've liked since 1993, and yet I want to go to that show. Like, that's how good they are. It's like, dude, the last 20-some years has been honestly a hot pile of steaming, unlistenable trash, and yet I still want to (laughs) go. And yet I'm still like, dude, let's go see Metallica, man. I uh, I take your point there. I don't know if I necessarily. I mean, yes,
1: yes. Better. They're, they're front loaded. No question about it. Way um, front loaded. Um, but no, I mean, most successful rock band of the past 30 years. So
0: like hard to argue with them. I mean, even James will tell you like, dude, that, that some kind of monster movie total flop. I mean, flopped. Cost them a ton of money. They didn't get it back. The whole thing. And like that last album, I, I tried to tell everybody, I'm like, dude, look, I mean, where is it? <laughs> everybody told me how good it was when it came out.
1: That one song's getting spins from us. That one song is. We're um, playing it? Nah, uh, Spit Out the Bone. Yeah. I heart, dude, iHeart's playing it a lot. Really? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I, know. I I'm not a fan of that. I, that's probably one of the better songs on it. I, w- I would grant you that. Um, but I didn't really care for that. I thought well, the one before that, St. Anger wasn't very good. And then whatever the one they did with Lou Reed or whatever the hell. Lou that- Yeah, whatever the hell oh, that yeah. was. Like, that was a piece of crap. <laughs> like, that was a piece of crap. Like, dude, legitimately, dude, they haven't done anything worthwhile in decades. And yet I still want to go to that. I guess it just goes to show, dude. When you build something and make something, and it's legitimately great, and dude, the early stuff of Metallica's catalog is great. That you can do it forever because Kiss is the same way. Kiss hasn't put out anything, dude, worth listening to as like a real Kiss fan. And God, Jesus, lick it up. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're going back like a long, long Ah, revenge was like the last like, OK, here they are. They're in a new era and they still have to do something. And this is still kind of good. I'll give them that. But like that was 1992. Like that's the same way. I mean, they're the same way where it's like, it, dude, as long as what you have once, if something you have once done was great you, in that realm in music, you can kind of do it forever. You, I mean, ACDC the same way. I mean, they can kind of just do it forever because the original catalog is so good. I can't think of like, as a matter of fact, I can't think of the band that's out now that could, that will end up being able to do that.
1: Yeah. Hard to tell in the future with those, but yes, I agree with you. It's like, what's going to 25 years from now, what is still
0: going to sound timeless? Like, Who's going to do the reunion tours 25 years from now? I mean, you know the NSYNC reunion tour is getting ready to happen because people keep talking about it. So eventually, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, but
1: I mean, we're talking into pop music there. If we're talking like rock music, is pop evil going out on a reunion tour in 25 years? Hell no, they're not. Is Three Doors Down, or Three Days Grace, or Three, or whatever the hell they say? No, because you're faceless. cares, right. You're faceless.
0: Is Is a matter of fact, you could shake up the entire roster of Three Doors Down and nobody would know.
1: I'm sure they have. I don't know
0: any of those. Well, they had to if at least one of the guys is in jail for vehicular homicide. So they had to at least, at least once to replace one of the guys, you could replace the entire band in three doors down and the fan club wouldn't know. Like, no, it's a, they're just, they're faceless. I can't think of the band out right now that's so good, so powerful, making things so good that 25 years from now, like, as a matter of fact, all right, like, everybody's all excited about this Greta Van Fleet band. Sure. And they sold out the Agora in like 10 minutes. Right. Which now, is impressive. I mean, th- it, th- is, you it, know, is. it is. It is. So like, dude, I've been listening to this band a lot lately and dude, they're good, but they're not like I don't hear this thing that makes me go okay, Rock's gonna be okay. The thing that I think
1: that it's, so. just, it's just hard to look into a crystal ball on this because I would say, now don't get me wrong, maybe you felt differently 30 years ago, but I would say most people, if you would have asked them 30 years ago, like, hey, is this Metallica band? Is this going to be a band you still want to see in 2018? Most people would have been like, no, of course not. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. First tough.
0: record? No, but by the time the Black Album came out, you realized, dude, this band's legit, like this band will be, I mean, do by that time they were already called the Led Zeppelin of that era. So like by that, by, by the end of master of puppets, you did kind of know where it was like, ah, there's something going on here. Where it's like legitimately good, and again, I know a lot of Metallica purists like the crap on the Black Album, which I don't get. That album's great. I hate when people do that. Although I guess I'm just as guilty with Hardwired to Self Explode or whatever the hell that crap piece of crap album everybody tried to tell me was going to be good was. Jesus, that thing was a nightmare. I mean, it was a <laughs> nightmare. I do that thing was two spins in my CD player, and then I threw it in the garbage. As a matter of fact, I made an Instagram video of it. I threw it right in the garbage. Man, but dude, again, you sell tickets to go see Metallica, I'm going to be one of the first right. people in line to people buy a ticket. Line. I'm going go. yeah, to go. Yeah, I, wa- I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go because Fade to Black still really good, and I want to see it live. More Stansberry Show in those 30 seconds to Mars. Tickets up for grabs next on Rock
2: 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Go. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stan's Ray Show on Rock 1069. What's going on with your Canton
1: Charge, buddy? I'll tell you what's going on with the Canton Charge. Uh Split games this past weekend. Uh Heartbreaker at the Civic Center, but they were able to pick one up on the road. Uh, shout out to everybody who came out this past Friday night. Like, that was one of the best crowds that we've had. Uh, everybody was engaged. Everybody was screaming, going nuts. So, uh Charge Nation, thank you guys. Uh, we got a game Wednesday night. You are cordially invited, but what I really want to tell you about is this weekend. Uh, Friday night, first and foremost, you bring a kid under the age of 14 they're going to get a Cedar Point ticket that's awesome, dude. That's a $45 value right there. You that is awesome. You bring both your kids, all of a sudden, dude, a summer trip went from like, I don't know if we have the money for this, has automatically turned into like, see? okay.
0: See, see, the charge is sneaky. They got you to bring both your kids, uh-huh. just not your favorite.
1: Uh-huh, dude, whatever. You got to bring them both. So $45 value right there. Like I said, that is kids under 14. And then Saturday night, man, I am very, very, very excited and honestly honored to be a part of this one, uh, Military Appreciation Night. Oh, that will be good. So uh, I am uh, getting things tied down right now. We will have... Have uh, Dr. Tim Novelli of the Patriot Project on a little later in the week to uh, tell us about what he does and uh, Medal of Honor recipient, I want to make sure I get his name right here. Yeah, don't uh, screw it up. Staff Sergeant Clint Romisha will be speaking in the McKinley Monument uh, at 6:15. So a true to the life, real honest to God nice. American hero getting honored at that Canton Charge game. Uh, so tickets available. CantonCharge.com.
0: Go get your slum. The Sansbury Show Shamrock Shenanigans will take place on the 17th of, uh, of March there for St. Patrick's Day. We'll start our morning out off at Lobie's. We'll be there at 10 o'clock that morning till about 11.30. Then we'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill on West Tusk from noon till 1.30. And then we'll be at Falcone's, also on West Tusk. That's Falcone uh, Tavern. We'll be there from 2 to 3.30. I'm excited,
1: man. I was worried we weren't going to have anything. I was like, dude, there's going to be nothing. No St. Patrick's party. Now we got three of them? Your boy's pumped.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was refreshing to walk into work this morning and read that email. Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh. Getting subbed up, baby.
0: Be a little bit more refreshing if I was told before, <laughs> at all, was involved, you know, at all. But I'll take what I can get. I'm. Uh, I, I came back from break, you know, laughing a little bit because, dude, there's just. Every once in a while we find like a Facebook meme and like we just can't help but make fun of it, right? Okay. And I used to be one of these, so I get it. But like this meme where it's like, because of my tone of my voice and my sarcasm, everybody thinks I'm being a jerk. When in reality, I'm just talking. And right. And then you'll just see somebody who say, this is my whole life. Well, then be a better person, turd.
1: Yeah, learn how to communicate a little <laughs> well, bit better. Well, then be better, though.
0: dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, sorry. We're sick and tired
1: of dealing with you being a dick. And honestly, there is a little bit of like, in America, I think we've kind of lost this, where it's like, sometimes you're right about something, but you're such a dick, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, fine, dude. I'm not arguing with you whether you're right or you're wrong, but you're a dick, and I don't want to deal with you but anymore. It, but
0: honestly, if you stop arguing, that people are like, see, scoreboard. And it's like, no, dude, you're just no, a jerk. No,
1: yeah, you're just a, you're just an a-hole that nobody wants to deal with.
0: I'm as sarc- as sarcastic as you can possibly get
1: people have lost sense of what sarcasm is if they really have like saying something that you don't mean intentionally like you know like oh yeah i totally approve of that that's sarcasm you being a dick isn't sarcasm
0: that is true we've we have we have ruined what sarcasm means seinfeld's show was built on sarcasm to where it can be a little rough to you. It doesn't necessarily bring your feelings into place. But he's just kind of like, uh, like this again. I have to deal with this again. Where like people are now just rude and they want to call it sarcasm. That is true. There is a major difference in those two things. But if you're posting that meme, be better.
1: Yeah, communicate better with Just people. be nicer. Yeah. Learn how to
0: communicate on a different level. Dude. You're going to end up liking your, your life better. And then maybe everybody else doesn't hate you. Because of the tone of my voice and my sarcasm. Everybody thinks I'm a dick. No, you're a dick. We have tickets to see 30 Seconds to Mars. They're playing June 16th out of Blossom. We'll take caller 10 right now, 1-800-243-7625. On those side from that, we're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great day. See you.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9.